This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm David Marsden from The Evening Standard. Follow the leader or hit subscribe and you'll get our news, analysis and commentary every day at 4pm. Give us a rating wherever you get your podcast too. Now, from The Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. A good old-fashioned family meal at Christmas. Right now, it seems as endangered as the turkeys running around the farm. But could there be a reprieve on the way? Probably not for the poultry, but get your best silver polish, because Christmas may not be cancelled after all. There's no decision yet, but the government's looking at relaxing lockdown rules for up to five days from Christmas Eve. That would allow families from two or possibly three households to meet up for the festive season. It all depends on whether the infection and death rates go down and it could see tough restrictions reimposed immediately afterwards. Would it be worth it? I'm joined by Paul Farmer, the CEO of the Mind Mental Health Charity. Paul, all of this comes with a risk. Do we need to do Christmas? Well, it's been an incredibly difficult year for all of us, hasn't it? And many people have really struggled with their mental health during this time. And one of the reasons for that is we've lost some of our, what we call our protective factors. So the things that are good for our mental health, our protective factors include things like being able to hug your grandchildren, And of course, we also know that a big festival like Christmas is one of those occasions where those connections are formed. They're brought to get back together again. They they strengthen us. They give us the ability to potentially have some time off work in many many cases and a chance to, to relax. So time with your loved ones is going over Christmas is going to be very important for people. But is it worth that risk of, you know, creating another coronavirus spike? Are it here, are the advantages outweighing the disadvantages? Well, uh, it's difficult for us to sell at this stage, because obviously, we don't really know what the overall state of the virus will be. And that's certainly not our area of expertise. We have to rely on the uh, on the experts to give us the right and the government to give us the right guidance. I think I think from a from a mental health point of view, there's no doubt that locked periods of lockdown has severely impacted people's mental health. Uh, for example, in the first phase, more than two thirds of people with men, existing mental health problems told us their mental health had got worse. 
Um, and uh, we also know that there are quite a lot of people who were, if you like, struggling with their mental health, where during that lockdown period, people went from struggling to being clinically unwell and the uh, ONS uh, kind of mapped that out. So it is important that this time round, it would be good if those decisions were made with a greater a greater degree of consideration about the mental health of the country. And again, we have to stress that at this time, no decisions have been made on how Christmas will look. But we have had some encouraging announcements from elsewhere. We've, of course, got a couple of vaccine announcements now. Do you think these kinds of things will help as we come towards what's been pretty unusual 2020? Yeah, well, I think hope is important for our mental health, isn't it? So I think positive messages do make a difference. Sometimes they're tiny little messages. So our, this week, our Time to Change campaign is running a campaign called Ask Twice, where we're encouraging people who are perhaps just want to reach out to a friend or a colleague or a family member and say, are you OK? But actually ask them again, are you really OK? Uh, so those small messages of say, giving people hope and reminding people that there's somebody there for them is really important and then yes larger messages of hope encourage uh, encourage people as well so uh, i think i think those those things do make a difference there's more on this story in the evening standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk now what connects buffy the vampire slayer with hundreds of millions of free books sent to kids all over the world and a coronavirus vaccine hitting a 95% success rate. This gal. Dolly Parton's been revealed as a million dollar funder of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. She's called it a little bit of seed money. There could be a billion doses ready for the world by the end of next year. It's just one example of her philanthropic efforts, some of which are pretty surprising. Joining me now is Shona McCallum, a columnist for the country music magazine Maverick and a huge Dolly Parton fan. Shona, you love Dolly so much, her picture's on the wall in your dining room. Do you think the rest of the world's catching up with you now? Absolutely, David. I mean, Dolly Parton, taxes and death, the country music community always say that those are the three inevitable things in life. And the, the fact that Dolly Parton is just such an icon and will help out at the drop of a hat it's for so many causes, we're talking about the COVID thing, but she's spoken out Black Lives Matter recently. She's given to the Tennessee wildfires. She's been charitable all her life. She's had her fingers in many, many pies. And she's fantastic, a real philanthropist. And I think that's something that people, you know, they, they, don't, they don't see that. They see the dumb, they see the blonde. In fact, she's neither dumb or blonde. She's a lot, lot more than that. Yeah, and this is the thing. You don't think about Dolly Parton as being quiet, but so much of this philanthropy that she does is quiet. People don't find out about it until years after the event, do they? No, I know. She's actually a really private person. And in fact, her private life and her charitable work is something that she keeps quite quiet. She's willing to talk about it, but she's not someone that kind of blows her own trumpet. Her husband as well, you know, she's been married for a long, long time and he hasn't even been photographed in, I think it's over 30 years. Um, so she, you know, she is quite a private person despite all of the kind of grandeur, the rhinestones, the cowboy hats, the hen parties, all of the things that, you know, might be synonymous with her kind of outgoing looks. Yeah, there's definitely a, a strong partition between Dolly Parton, the entertainer, 
and Dolly Parton, the businesswoman. And I've been reading up and I've discovered that she kind of runs the Dollywood Foundation, which is based inside the Dollywood theme park, which everyone can see. But there's a little office in there where the foundation works. And for decades now, she's been sending out literally hundreds of millions of free books to school kids across North America and in, in the UK as well just because she wanted to improve literacy rates. It's just an incredible thing. Yeah, I mean, the Imagination Library must have helped, you know, millions of children, as you say, kind of all over the world, I think, at this point. The concept is that they receive a book in the post completely free. She works with all the, the different kind of local communities and, and schools. The children get registered and they, there's absolutely no cost to it. She is giving books to young children and, on the other hand, helping helping out with the, the, the vaccine for coronavirus and, and has some of the biggest hits. You know, she, she wrote Jolene and I will always love you in the same day. Is there anything this woman cannot do, you know? Tell you one thing I didn't know about Dolly Parton I discovered today was she's responsible for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Did you know about this? Yeah, again, another thing. She apparently has um, this entertainment business. Part of the creation, I think, was not just... Buffy, but also films like The Father of the Bride, Fly Away Home. She's been credited and in the background on various productions. Obviously, she's got her new Netflix series and, and well of course nine to five what a movie i mean she's an actress as well so i mean it doesn't surprise me that she secretly produced buffy the vampires there right i mean there, there, i don't think there's anything that surprises you in terms of her talent um, and you know the places and different art forms that she touches it's so easy to forget about the music when you see all these other things as well but she is an incredible influence not just within country Basically, just about every artist in the world owes just a little something to something Dolly Parton did before them. Oh, that's right. I mean, Jolene's been covered by the White Stripes and beyond. She's collaborated with so many people. Of course, she's also the godmother of Miley Cyrus. You know, she's getting on now and... I I would hate for her to stop touring and, and making music, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. We have all the news, analysis and commentary you need in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. Follow our live blog for breaking news. And that's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.